Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hey! Um, I know it's been two weeks. Um, I totally forgot to, like, record last week's episode. But when summertime comes and, and I have more free time, I'm going to be on top of it, I promise. But welcome to Brain Food. Um, this is the 19th episode. Um, today's episode is going to be called It Catches Up. Um, I have a lot to talk about. I've kind of been in the past couple days in a little bit of a sticky situation to say the least. Not bad and not like awful and like I just, it's gotten me in my head more than usual and I've been pretty consistent for the past couple months and I don't know why this like pulled some, like pulled a string inside of me or something. I don't know like what like struck, struck me in the way that it did, but it just did. Um, but instead of being, like, angry or upset about it, I'm just, like, kind of trying to take it in day by day and just, like, trying to understand, like, what happened. So, first I'll tell you about the last two weeks. Um, I ended my second quarter with a 3.97. That is the highest GPA that I've ever had, like, literally in my entire life, and I worked my ass off for it. I had an A in every single class and, like, a B in math, I think. But I worked really hard for it, and I'm really proud of it. Um, yeah. Uh, I've been going to the gym. I'm working more. Just trying to stay as focused as I can. Not, like, get sidetracked with, like, friends and relationships because of what, you know, is kind of happening in my life right now. I'm trying to stay on track and not get distracted or else I'm gonna kind of lose my, my momentum. Um, but I made this legendary salad just now like it was literally like one of the best salads like I've ever made um so I went out to dinner with my dad last week and we went to like this vegan restaurant but they also had like like alternatives like he got like I think shrimp tacos but like it's mostly vegan restaurant and um oh it was a kale salad with roasted brussels sprouts almonds tempeh with like a raspberry beet dressing and I was like so inspired by it like I was like I can make this better like in my own way and like add all the stuff I just learned so what I just made was I bought some like local kale and like it's like good crunchy like super dark green like so like the best kale with and I chopped it up it's fresh and then I put in some chopped spinach too like fresh spinach and then I put, I chopped up some almonds, I put hemp seeds, red onion, and then I roasted up some, like, cubed tempeh. And it's, like, it, I thought, I like, I was, like, I have to make this a Caesar salad because, like, I love croutons, but, like, the vegan alternative takes, like, it's just, like, a process to make a crouton when I can just have, like, a protein crouton, which is just, like, roasted tempeh. And then I made some of that, I put in some canola oil, salt, pepper, vegan Caesar dressing from Trader Joe's, like, oh, it was so good. I, like, tossed it up, I put a little bit of lemon on it, it was so good. Ugh, I was so happy with it. And it, like, usually the Caesar dressing, like, I don't like, like, thick salad dressings, I used to make, like, tahini salad all the time, and it just, like, really wasn't my thing. Um, but I use this, like, Caesar, and it's, like, more of, like, a, like, a lemony, like, oily, it's not, like, thick like pasty like like regular Caesar dressing so it was really good um but I go to Whole Foods every week and I go shopping and I just bought some stuff I'm trying to I just got like new Kodak like pancakes sorry I'm tapping my foot that's what that is um but they're like they came out with vegan ones so I was like I have to get it and then I bought a waffle maker at Walmart 
and I'm just like food oriented right now like I'm fucking killing it I make like such good food like every morning I make protein pancakes strawberry banana protein smoothie like literally I'm getting bulked the fuck up right now but a lean bulk um yeah that's another thing I started to do I'm on, I'm on my cut right now I've been on like a three three month like bulk like going into the summer and then I cut and then I bulked up again but it just keeps me busy I'm always keeping myself busy and I feel like I kind of tripped up this week but the the revelation that I had is like I'm not getting overly upset and like overly like throwing it out of proportion because like at the end of the day like people fuck up and like I can't judge that one person over one thing that they did if it becomes a pattern that's a different story but if a person fucks up they lie or like whatever it is it doesn't make them a bad person it just everyone makes mistakes just like I do on the daily it just depends how bad the mistake was and just it just happens that this mistake was pretty bad um but instead of my my usually ideology is like to like get up and leave and like just like never talk to them again because as much as I don't want to admit it getting hurt and getting abandoned is like one of my biggest fears ever um and I, I talk about it a lot with my with my friends where I feel like growing up like I like I've talked about it time and time and again like I didn't grow up with a lot of friends I grew up you like mostly family oriented and I would lash out on my family a lot so then I, I was just like no one for a while it was just like all me and like I had no like my decision making was so bad and like I just I I tend to trust people like so easily because I was never trusted for a while and I feel like in this weird way like if I trust someone that easily it, it's like I I want them to feel like good instead of the hurt that I felt like I, I'm like kind of living through the other person instead of just thinking rationally and thinking smartly about a situation I, I see myself and most people that I try to help or I try to protect and in some ways that's selfish and conceited and you know what reasons am I really doing it for but then I take a step back and I've seen how far that I've come and I've seen that I don't have malintent and I don't I'm not a selfish person it's just the ideas that have been put in my head since I was a kid that there's something wrong with me when they're you know in truth I've I've you know healed the things that are wrong with me and changed the things that are wrong with me and moved past them and embraced them and changed them into something positive and I feel like I get stuck in my past a lot and my past haunts me and I feel like that's something I'm never really going to grow out of the only thing I could do is just move on every day and realize that I'm everything every single day that I wake up I'm moving farther from that past um but yeah I've learned that you know the past catches up with you sometimes I mean if you're doing bad things the past is eventually going to bite you in the ass if you're a liar it's eventually going to catch up with you in a way that you just don't expect and it's usually not a good one um and I've learned from those mistakes I've come to terms with the fact that yes I was a pathological liar for most of my life and 
it's I try not to think of it as a bad thing you know of course it's a bad thing but I try to nitpick on why I did it instead of how bad it was because focusing on how terrible and how awful that you know someone is or how awful things that you've done in your past like you're gonna eat yourself alive and if you you know as much as the past can catch up with you if you still have a pattern of the same things yes it'll catch up with you but if you try your best to change and be better from it it, it, there's a lower chance that, you know, bad karma is going to get you like that. I just try to live every day like it's my last, help everyone that I can. And, you know, the past couple days have been a little rough for me. And it's been kind of revelating because usually when this kind of stuff happens to me, when someone breaks my trust or someone, you know, betrays me in a way or makes, you know, makes me feel, you know, someone hurts me or the... It's hard to explain. You know, I, I feel betrayed, but it's also like I get it. But at the same time, it's like I don't like getting hurt. Like no one likes getting hurt. I've been hurt enough to see the patterns and try to avoid them. But, you know, that's a sad life to live trying to avoid problems all the time. Because it becomes very lonely. And, you know, I'm trying my best to forgive not only the, um, the person, but forgive myself and try to move past it and, you know, see the, see the other side instead of just bolting, which is usually what I do. I, um, someone hurts me or I hurt them and I never see them again. I never talk to them again. And unless it's casual conversation, I'm gone. And it's a sad thing, you know, for an outsider to watch. I, my sister, she has to see me go through friends and friends and friends and you know give me advice and tell me what I'm doing wrong but I'm too stubborn at times to admit that I'm wrong most of the time and that's hurt me a lot and I'm trying to do better and you know I think I am doing better I I, I am doing better I'm getting better at forgiving and you know not you know holding grudges and taking things as personally as I do because on the outside, I am a very happy, charismatic person, but you dig a little deeper and you find that I am very stubborn and I am very, you know, quiet at times. And I'm very independent, as I've said time and time again. I'm, I'm a very independent person and the last thing I care about is, you know, being alone. I've spent, you know three quarters of my life alone and not even in a lonely way I, I just I enjoy being by myself rather than with a bunch of people or more than one person I like hanging out with one person it's usually my sister or just one friend and it scares a lot of people to be alone and be you know trapped with your thoughts with no one to tell but being independent for most of my life has, you know, helped me in a lot of ways, but it's hurt me in a lot of ways. Um, for most people, when, you know, so you're trapped in a spot or a situation or even a relationship, it the reason why you won't leave because most of the time it's a codependent relationship and I've never really <clears throat> been the one who's been attached. It's usually the other way around, so it's never been hard for me 
to get up and walk away because I'm not scared of, you know, being without that person. I can live my life and have my own life without everyone in my life. But yes, it's nice. It helps that, you know, you have friends around you, so you need friends around you. But if you can't live your life without a certain person in your life, it's going to be a tough life for you. And I feel like I'm forced, I forced myself, oh, sorry, that was a burp, to get close with people most of the time because I think that's what I'm supposed to do and that's just what happens. But most of the time I don't want to get close with that person. I'm, I'm scared that they're going to hurt me or they're going to lie to me or do something awful to me when, you know, most of the time that is the case. It's just about how you move past those problems. But I think the moral of the story is trying to be alone all the time is going to hurt you. It's important that you can be alone, but being alone 24-7, it will eat you alive. And I think myself, I can hang out with someone maybe once every two or three weeks. And it's sometimes that's even too much for me. I have someone that I talk to every single day and I talk to her every single day, but that's all I really need to make myself happy. I make myself happy. And that's what I care about right now. My, my last my last priority is making a bunch of friends and spending time with a bunch of friends because I'm going to be out of here within six months. So I'm going to be off to college and I'm just going to have to start all over again. But in a way, I, I want that. And I want people to see me for who I am now rather than these people knowing me my whole adolescent life and seeing me go through these stages of awful awful addiction and bad relationships and bad temper and all these things like they're just gonna know me as cat now instead of all the people that cat has been um but I think going back to the point of it catches up with you from someone who used to lie a lot the more and more you lie it's gonna catch up with you at some point and people are gonna have no respect for you people are not gonna trust you people are not gonna want to be friends with you people are gonna want nothing to do with you and at some point we all know the truth inside of our heads and even if you're not lying to a person in itself if you're lying to yourself it will follow you everywhere you go and it'll inevitably eat you alive until you break. And I, I don't want to bring my personal life into it right now. I think I'm just speaking metaphorically and, you know, in a way that I think is going to help people rather than talking about my problems because I think it's a universal thing that people lie to each other. Um, but my New Year's resolution was to try to be more honest with people instead of sugarcoating every single thing I said. And there's places and times to sugarcoat and be compassionate instead of brutally honest. But I have spent the last month and a half being as honest as I can. And I've seen like very, very big changes come from that. I've seen, you know, the honest version of people and I've seen the true version of themselves that I hadn't seen before because I didn't want to see someone as a liar. I didn't want to see someone as a bad person because I thought they were 
a good person because I didn't want to accept and be honest with myself that, you know, maybe they do have these flaws that I don't like so much. And I was kind of blinded by myself because I was lying to myself and it's been helping me a lot. You know, I think my biggest pet, my two biggest pet peeves, well, one is being clingy. I literally hate that shit so much. Oh my God. That's not the point. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people, you know, lie to my face or they treat me like I'm stupid. Because at the end of the day, I, I'd like to think that I'm more mature than most people my age and not to sound like a dick, but I think I could see right through people most of the time. And I think I've seen through a lot of people within this last month and it's not even that it disgusts me. It's more of like, I know their motives now and I'm going to kindly move away from them instead of, you know, confronting them because in all honesty, what the fuck is that going to do? Oh, you're lying to me. You're lying to me. And then, you know, it's just an argument. I'm just going to withhold my peace and just move on. There's going to be someone better and someone who's going to treat me better and be honest with me because people who lie. And this is another thing. I think my biggest problem for a while was trying to become the version of myself that I thought this person I was introducing myself to would like the most. And that's an awful way to start a relationship or friendship is to, you know, kind of imply these things about yourself that, you know, you're being your best self for your first impression. So, you know, as the relationship progresses and, you know, you're in the foundation that you built is all lies. The foundation that you built out of this relationship, this person that they first perceived you as it, as the relationship starts to unfold, you, you realize that everything that you've created has come, has been complete and utter bullshit. I think trying to make the first impression of someone, make it perfect and, you know, be someone that you're not and, you know, say these, these, the best things about you. Like, yes, that's important in some cases, like a job interview, but when it comes to relationships, pretending to be like, you're this go happy, lucky person 24 seven is just not realistic and it'll catch up with you at some point. I think a lot of my, you know, friendships that I've broken off with the first time I met them, I was very, you know, loud and happy and, you know, I'm never sad and I I can do all these things. And, you know, look at, look at all these things that I've done when, when they got to know the real me and got to see this dark past of me, they didn't want to accept that there was a part of me that was, you know, dark and, you know, not this person that they, they first met. And I think it's more important to just be yourself and have an honest conversation with most people And instead of trying to sugarcoat most things and say like, and you know, this is just, you know, metaphorical and hypothetical is like, say that, you know, you don't get into fights with people that you're better and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, it's, it's more, I don't even know how to explain this. It's, it's better to let people see the real you and the flawed version of yourself so they're not disappointed 
because of this person that you've created, you know, to appease them, to please them. And I think I struggle with that, you know, struggled with that for a very, very long time. Even when it, you know, with last episode, when it came to guys and older guys and it would even friends most of the time it was like I withheld this version of myself that you know I was perfect and I I didn't have any problems in my life and you know as things start to unfold and come forward it's just that's not what a real person is every single person it's universal that people have their struggles you know people leave people die people get sick it's just what happens we have our own shit going on all the time And to act like those things don't exist and bring that into a relationship that, you know, you don't have problems and you don't have flaws is just unrealistic. And your whole relationship becomes this warped lie. It doesn't go for every relationship, obviously. But I think generally speaking, that's how a lot of relationships are. We show our best selves on social media. We show when we look the best. We show... You know, and it's great that, you know, you could show off those things, but I think even with social media and everything, our our social agenda has been completely ruined and is going to catch up with us at some point. And yeah, I'm going to see how much time we're at because I have a lot of shit to talk about today. I don't want to go for too long because sometimes it takes a lot. Okay, we're at 21 minutes, like 20 minutes. We're going to go for a little bit. Well, maybe we'll go for like 35 today. Um, But yeah, I think honesty is the most important virtue of our entire life. And patience and just a bunch of things. I can go on and on about how patience and time is probably one of the most important things that you can learn as a person. I think even with our evolving generation of, you know, technology and social media, like we be, we have become in, so impatient, if not we were bef- that before. I'm an impatient person to begin with, but that's why I don't have, you know, social media anymore. I only have Instagram. I can't that, you know, it's scary to think that we can only be entertained for seven seconds and then we get bored within those seven seconds that we have to do something else to, you know you know like I literally just had the worst brain fart ever to like literally like sustain our our focus it can only be like seven seconds or just seconds in general I think that's really scary um tried to not go on my on my phone as much I don't have snapchat I don't have tiktok I, I pinterest instagram and that's it and visco And, like, those are all apps that I'm not, like, scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, like, for hours. Like, it's just, like, a blog more than anything. Um, But, yeah, I think I've learned a lot with these past couple days and just, like, the month in general. I've learned a lot in the past couple days than I've learned in the past ten months. I think when when I was first starting to get better and sober and... I spent a lot of time by myself, so I I kind of forgot about, you know, how people used to act and, you know, drama all in itself. And you get yourself back into it, and not that I'm in it right now, it's just like you you start to see it around you again, and it's just fucking ridiculous. It's like middle school bullshit. And, yeah, you know, it's fun to do that in high school, like, get it, whatever, but you're just setting yourself up for failure. 
Um, I think sometimes I tend to surround myself with people that, and this sounds like so mean, but (laughs) simple-minded people because I feel like, okay, this is like really bad. (laughs) Um, So when I'm talking to them, they like think I'm like the smartest person on earth. And that's a flaw. That's, like, one of the flaws that I have is, like, I surround myself with boring people. So they think I'm, like, this amazing, cool person. Um, And I still do that, I think. You know, as awful as that is, it's the truth. Um, But, yeah. You probably should stop that or else it's going to catch up with me. (laughs) Um, But, yeah. I wrote this thing in my notes. So I... I think I'm going to answer some of them. Uh, Let's see. Notes. I said, how do I really define myself? I I think I define myself in how other people perceive me. So how do I exactly explain the world? How do I exactly explain to the world who I am? Take all my pride away and truthfully explain who I am. Why do I put myself first? Does that make me actually selfish or does that make me a good person? Why do I trust people so easily? Is it because no one ever trusted me? Is it is all my progress deep-rooted in existential egotistical ta- tactics or am I crazy? Truthfully, it's the people I surround myself with. Always giving a helping hand will eventually get you cut. And I think I've covered most of that with, you know, the stuff that I've just said in this episode. I think as much as a helpful person I am and I protect people and I care about people and actively go out of my way to help people at the end of the day I'm going to choose myself over another person and I think our our world sees that as a selfish choice that you're supposed to be a selfless being and yes I, I am all of those things but I'm done feeling bad for people and putting my life aside because I feel bad for someone in that, you know, I feel bad for someone. So I'm going to put away, I'm going to put aside my plans for the day just to help them out, just to take them out to dinner, just to, and yes, I think all of those things that I do are great and I'm not doing them to seem like a good person and seem like I because I know I'm a good person I don't have to prove that to anyone I'm not on you know social media saying like oh look at this thing that I did look what I did no I do those things because I care about people and I don't know what kind of source that that stems from and you know it's just who I am I've always been that way And I think if you really want to dig into it, it comes from my childhood. And I think I have two generous, caring parents. And it probably comes from them as well. And it just, as much as I do these these helpful things, I always, always, always get taken advantage of. Always. And... Yes, I think in reality and in the real world, that's how people are. And I always seem to forget that people have motives and that people don't have good 
intention some of the time and I I think I just expect that every single person is a good person and a nice person when in reality that's not the truth some of the time and you know as scary as that is that not every single person that you interact with is is a good person or a decent person I think my goal in life is to try to make the world a little bit better try my best to do that um, and be honest and, you know, say that I, I do have flaws and it doesn't make me a bad person. It just makes me who I am. And I think, especially as a generation, we lie about who we truly are and we hide our deepest, darkest thoughts and fantasies and ideas because we think the world is going to reject it, which, you know, some of the time they probably will. But on some level, I think we all projectively think in a similar or the same way I think we have all of us have dark thoughts and I think it's just the fact of who's gonna say and who's gonna agree um you know I I've I I've talked a lot about I just said like sometimes I surround myself with people who are honestly haven't been through as much as I have or not as traumatized as I am so I can be seen as and I don't even know I I think I so it's so I can be seen as someone who's a real person because as much and much as I make progress and you see anyone who's made progress and I know that I'm young and you know I'm not going to learn all of these things until I'm older I think my body yearns and my my brain yearns to be loved and I, I loved being loved by people and I think it's the fact of you know I, I there's some of the time that I don't want to be and I think it's like my inner child that calls out that wants to be loved and adored by people because I never was, you know, except for my parents, and I'm grateful for that, and I'm grateful for the home and the family and everyone that I have, but I think it's hard for people to understand when you're tormented and bullied, you know, as a young kid, it's not the same as your parents telling you, I love you, you want to hear it from someone else, someone that that isn't your mom and dad, and I, I can't explain, you know, why that is and what that force or source is, but it's the truth and I think I always want to be loved by someone and you know when I see these upcoming stages of it starting to happen I get terrified and that's when I run and it's it's so much to try to even put into words because that's kind of what I was feeling this week I felt like the relationship was good and I started to and as much as I'm an open book and I talk about how I feel and I talk about my problems I'm a very guarded person there are this is just like I don't even think a quarter of who I am is who I you know as I talk on this podcast I don't think truly anyone on this earth knows who I am truthfully 
I think the only person who knows me almost 100% is my sister. And she's seen all of it. She's seen everything. And I thank God every day that we're as close as we are because she truthfully accepts who I am in spite of some of the just disgusting and awful things that I've done as a teenager and as a kid. I think that, you know, I never fully let my walls down. But, you know, when it starts to unwind just the tiniest bit or an inch, someone takes advantage of it like that. They don't even think twice about it. And every single time I make a new friend, I make a new relationship, I think it's going to be different. And I'm, I'm hopeful and I build up this faith and hope. But it's always the same. And as much as I want to, you know, th- you know, just throw my flag up and walk away and be done I think I'd rather live my life to keep trying and eventually find it than just give up and never have even the slightest speck of a chance to find it I want to just keep going and I think that's what I've learned is most relationships fail most of them do and if they do last they come with a lot of problems and it's just about getting up and being faithful and having hope that you know it it, you have to work through it and you have to be okay with the flaws just like you know people are okay with my flaws and I hadn't seen it that way for a while where I saw these flaws in other people and how they hurt me I never thought twice about how the you know they perceive me and how They perceive my past and how they perceive me as just a person. And I've always been compassionate for other people, but I never had put myself in anyone else's shoes but mine because I didn't have enough balance to even try to do that. And I think this week I've put myself in their shoes and seen seen their world instead of mine. And, you know, as drastically different as it is, they have a lot of struggles just like I do. And they feel the same amount of pain that I have. It's just a different story that they have to tell. Um, And I don't think bad people are evil people. I think, yes, there are evil people out there. And I think, yes, people have, you know, bad intentions and they want to hurt people. And they, you know, because, but I think it all stems from an emotional pain or emotional trauma. And I think if we come together as people to keep fighting for relationships and you know to actually love another human being for who they are and love them more for the flaws that they have I don't think we're going to be as hurt as a you know hurt as a planet as we are because we hurt everything around us because we don't want to hurt ourselves and I think internally we're all very selfish people And we've become very, very selfish people. And I think it's going to catch up with us the more and more that it goes on. And I don't see it getting better within my lifetime, but I hope I can leave a little bit of a footprint to make it better. And that's my life goal, truly. Um, I think we're at 35 right now. Let's see. Yeah, we're at 35. Um, I think today was a really good episode and it was really, really helpful. 
one for myself. It's just a lot of stuff I needed to get off my chest. Um, but I feel better now. And I hope anyone who's listening who's going through the same thing or something similar that they try to take a little bit from what I've just said, what I just talked about, and try to implement it in their life. But thank you so much for everyone who listened. You know I always appreciate it. And I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. Meh.